going to happen any moment. Mm. Hi. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we're on. Oh. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Drill. Steve Lowry, Tom Hofarth, Eric A. Bear uh, over there, who we, of course. Of uh, hockey fame. Who will be doing Hello. his hockey minute. Our good friend John McKelvey with Tales of Coachella to come. Oh. Yeah? Oh, look at All that. All right. Okay. He's still got some Queen Bee stories he's ready to tell. Yeah, that's going to be great. There there <laughs> could even be some raccoon <laughs> material, which I know all of you are waiting that's for. That's true. You are at the drill. Is there a drill noise when we come on the air? Yeah, the iPad's dead. It'll oh. <laughs> uh, if you're wondering where Beto is, Beto is on assignment, which is a nice <laughs> way of saying he had something much we better don't know to where do. Last much week, did you hear him host... Uh, he was with Rodney Pete over on 710. He's really good. He's good. He's like a professional. He knows. He, he makes money doing this. Speaking of professional, um, if you're interested in buying this show and putting us on a channel, we'd love that. Uh, the question we always hear, which you would expect, will we do nudity? The answer is not only yes, we will demand it. So please come to us I I don't with think your offers. It's not an Eric's contract. <laughs> Sorry. Well, oh, Eric's it's a hundred percent in Eric's contract. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, Eric's the one. Eric's the one they specifically ask about. I, uh, think. Yes. I, I don't blame them. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about: some Dodgers, some Lakers, some Clippers. What else we got? Little NHL minute. So let's get right to it. And perhaps little people. Oh God. We're not <laughs> sure yet. Really nervous about that. All right. The uh, NBA playoffs going on right now and even though neither LA team is in the playoffs actually it's it, at least if you're LA centric as this show is it seems like the whole playoffs are playing out as kind of a a menu as it, it will to tell us which player we want or we don't want and since we're in Los Angeles and no one cares about the Clippers let's talk about the Lakers we are buyers yes. LA is buyers at this point and we're watching the produce line it's like we're at a sushi bar and we're watching the sushi go by on the little conveyor belt right yeah who do we want right and and some of it is uh delicious salmon and others that kind of creepy yeah quasi crab yeah. it's a little octopus looking. yeah we don't know what that is yeah. and we'll just pass we'll thanks pass. a lot like, to uh, or so whatever which one is kwame leonard <laughs> that's the one that comes with ponzu oh yeah mm. that seems to be the then that seems to be the uh the the special of the day, right? What's that? Everyone thinks we want Kwame, right? Kwame? Is it was who am I talking about? The the guy with uh, San Antonio. Oh, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, uh, Kawhi. I call him <laughs> Kwame. I'm still thinking of Kwame Brown, right? You're excited that's right. For them that's again. right. Because yeah. I think I've always related him to that, but which is right. not true. Yeah. But he's been out. You all guys year. are making an excellent case for why he should come to L.A. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right, right. What's his name? Or I why, don't remember. <laughs> or, or why Beto should be hosting. Exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> the other reason. Come back. Um, my Kawhi thing is Kawhi Leonard is not something I think the Lakers should even think about, but it's been brought up as a subject. But you're not going to watch him play in this playoffs anyway, so it doesn't matter. I think I think the way Cleveland is going is working out terrific for the Lakers because uh, LeBron is really struggling with this team. I don't. I, I I think if he gets out of the first round, that's about as far yeah. as they go. And especially if they lose to Philadelphia, it kind of takes Philadelphia out of the mix because why are you going to go to a team that just beat your butt? Right. Yeah. Well, and if they do make it out of the first round, it's Kevin Durant. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Remember right. how he got torched for that? And I think LeBron continues to get torched. Yes. For it. Right. And I think LeBron's a different cat. I don't think he would be willing to do that. I think he always wants to go to a team that is worse. And then when he goes in, he raises it. 
he goes to Philadelphia. Philadelphia could end up in the conference finals now, the way the East He looks. might be just, yeah, a third or fourth bit yeah. player on that team, but he wouldn't fit into the chemistry. With the Lakers, he would sort of take over, which you need because yes, absolutely. they don't have a takeover Well, guy. they have a lot of young guys, yeah. and you need that. And yeah. that's my point about the second free agent. I have no problem. You can sign LeBron James and keep the entire core as is. But everyone talks about getting that second free agent. And then that second and free agent cost? is almost always Paul George of the Oklahoma City um, Thunder. Thunderbolts. Right. And I am of a, I know it's a very nice story and he's from here and he's had some very nice stats. But I'm watching the game yesterday that they lost uh, to the Utah Jazz. He has 32 points and his team loses by 17. He is not a strong character. He is not a leader. And people will say, well, he's on a team with Russell Westbrook. Well, that's my point exactly. He can't stand up to Russell Westbrook. How's he going to be on a team with some young bucks like Kyle yeah. Kuzma and Lonzo Ball, especially if LeVar starts chattering? Yeah, it's a nice story, but I don't see it fitting in. Um, I am fully in the belief that if LeBron were to come to Los Angeles, uh, LeVar and Lonzo are gone. Hmm. Which might not be a bad thing. I would wouldn't be a good thing. Yeah. It wouldn't be the worst yeah. thing in the world. No. Think about Paul George. Paul George, uh, career-wise, averages 19 points a game. Eh. What's your signature Paul George moment? It's either him, him winning. Uh, I thought he was two of the four Beatles. I had no idea he even played basketball. <laughs> Paul and George. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Beatle reference. Eric got it. That's right. <laughs> His two big moments. I got it. I just didn't think it was funny. <laughs> I want to hear the two big moments. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's two, it's two big moments. It's a game-winning shot in a Gatorade commercial, right? And, of course, he Don't broke his leg. That. There we go. He broke, he broke his, his leg. leg. Broke That's his not leg. exactly what I think I want to build my franchise around. Uh, I mean, Indiana didn't want to either. So yeah. They, you seem like you want to say something. I'm the Thunder, they got a lot of problems going on right a now in the first round. For, for all the star power they have. When you got Mitt Romney tor tormenting you from the sidelines, I think you've reached a point where you don't want to be in the playoffs anymore. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, and yeah. did you see that? Like <laughs> With the jersey on? There are dudes who can never just relax. So he's wearing a jersey, but he's wearing it over a Brooks Brothers, like, <laughs> nuclear shirt. <laughs> what do you guys think about shirt. that move? Oh, God. Well, this is what I'm thinking. He got caught up in the moment. If you were watching the game, you know they call it a whiteout because everyone's wearing T-shirts. Oh, I'm yeah. like... It's a game in Utah. Isn't whiteout that's kind like of every game in yeah, Utah? That's, that's pretty much Like wearing standard. the white T-shirt, it's a little redundant, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we get it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, and those people cheer. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, what else is there to do? It's always weird. Like Not drink. <laughs> eat jello and, yeah, right. It's weird. You would tend to think like urban areas would be much more rowdy and loud, but mm, no. It, yeah. you're, like Portland and OKC, places like that, they go, Memphis, they go yeah. nuts. OKC is supposed to be the, the best place to see a, an NBA game. Indi right? Indianapolis is supposed yeah. to be kind of yeah. crazy. Yeah. It used to be Sacramento. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Back in the With the cowbells and the, yeah. yeah. Had they got like 140 decibels sound oh, and stuff like that. Oh, they dominated right. the Lakers yeah. for those things. John, have you, have you been to the, new, uh, to the new arena up there? No, I haven't. My son's been there and just says it's fantastic. The mattress place? What is Sleep it? Train Arena. Sleep Train, yeah. Is that really what yeah. it's called? Yeah. Regrettable. It's better than the, what's the New Orleans one? Oh. Smoothie King. Smoothie, Smoothie King. King. <laughs> I look straight to, to <laughs> Eric for that one. Talk about wow. a strong As Joel Myers has to say on the air, welcome to Smoothie King Arena. <laughs> Thank you. I always think it's weird. Like, like, we have staples, and I have to always remind myself, oh, Staples is actually a store, <laughs> or was. It, uh, still, still a store. Yeah, still a still, store? Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I think of Staples just as Staples. 
like you know what I mean? At I, a certain I never, point, yeah. It, yeah. Well, a certain point, people thought the Great Western Forum was its name. Right. They didn't know Great Western was a bank that took over the naming rights, tr- painted the thing from orange to blue, and that became a Great Western Forum. They thought, right. oh, it's, oh, it's that's just it. It's yeah. not. Yeah. Then the bank went gone, right? The bank yeah. is. But it's oh no, it's no longer around. Yeah. yeah. So. Did you know that? I did not know that. Wow. I oh, didn't yeah. know it had any other name besides the oh, forum. Oh, no. It was the, yeah. for, it was yeah. the yeah. fabulous yeah. forum back in its day because that's what Jack Ken Cook, who built it, wanted to name it. It was like a Vegas casino, yeah. too, because you'd go in. It was like Caesars. Everyone was dressed up. Yeah, it was like, like a, you're it was at a like Roman a, yeah. orgy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that was Jerry Buss kind of brought that orgy mentality to it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys are getting oddly specific <laughs> with that. Well, you know, like you said, we used to work at the forum club. I used to take, uh, you know. We got into that before. I want to live my life with the orgy But mentality. thankfully, the, the MSG took over the forum, went back to the original colors. Yeah. Now it's the forum again. And, it, yeah, so there's another history lesson from Alan. There it is. John, hit me uh, hit me up some drill. Oh, he, he's not he's not able. He's drinking. Oh, there he goes. Let's get to it with a drill. <laughs> All right. Uh, still dead. This is how it works. Uh, I don't have Beto to count me in, count me out. So, Tommy, Let's Eric, whoever wants to do this, give me a minute. And we're going to do the drill right now. Anybody looking at time? Yep. I got the time. We got yeah. good? You count got me down. In three, two, one. You hear that? First topic. You hear that? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. Are you listening? That is the sound of LeVar Ball not talking. <laughs> okay? Has anyone noticed? And maybe I don't want to jinx it. The dude has not been in our life for weeks, months. I don't know if this has something to do with him becoming more responsible. Nah. Well, he's been in Lithuania, right? Lithuania. I don't know if it's the media becoming more responsible now, or could it be that at one time he seemed to have a stranglehold on a talent that people assumed was going to be transformative, and now people realize, oh, Lonzo Ball's going to be a good NBA player. Maybe he makes an all-star team or two. I could see him being a point guard on a championship team, but he's not going to be the kid we saw yesterday, Dennis... um, uh, the kid for Utah, or he's not going to be Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's just going to be a good In player. Five, yeah, four. So my three. response is that I watched on Saturday Night Live. Was it last week when um, Keenan Thompson plays. does the Lavar Ball imitation? Yes, and it's funny, but I don't think anyone has a reference point to it anymore because it's not topical anymore. Right. The funniest part, and I'm I'm still crying when I think about this. He talks about his sons, you know, Lavar, Lamelo. And my son, my Mexican son, no one talks about anymore. La Biblioteca. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just completely blindsided me with that. But it wasn't even was like, like who is Lavar Ball anymore? Right. right? Yeah. This is almost like a, a sketch written five months ago that they finally used. Well, he has been in Lithuania. Right. Um, coming back into the news recently because he has uh, gotten more players to mm. uh, sign on to his. JBL League, Junior Basketball League. I think that's what JBL is. I think it is. But um, he's got, like, almost enough players to make, like, two teams now. (laughs) Yeah, but anyone of note? I mean, No, that was the skit. It was like, yeah, I got a contractor who's, you know, missing a leg, and I got, you know, a Sunday school teacher. You know, he doesn't have any players for it. Do you think think the media has just gotten smarter, or what happens? We were talking earlier. As a media story, I do think the media has finally gotten smart to it. But it also, it, you know, your 15 minutes of fame is what we used to call this yeah. thing. And I think that's kind of come and gone. And he needs now his sons to step up and create him 
as being something again. I mean, they did that in high school. Right. He became the high school guy. Like, I'm going to tell my kids this is where we're going. Right. And it sort of seemed to play out. I think he talked his way onto the Lakers right. in some ways by forcing them to draft him. And then Magic sort of gave him some extra powers by right. saying, you're going to be the next superstar. But you have to produce. You can't yes. be, you can't Kardashian You can only way. sell so long. Right. Eventually, you got to give me something right. that I can say, oh, okay, yeah. this is what I get. And we've seen a whole season of Lonzo. Right. And again, he's not bad. Not great. No. And he's his okay. shoes have fallen apart. His shoes have not been a great, you know, market. Literally team. fallen yeah. apart. Half yeah. the people that ordered him haven't yeah. received them right. still. The Better Business Bureau is on his butt now. And so he has just not fulfilled any promise as far as what he's been promising. So, yeah, you're going to call him out on it. But I think the way we call him out on it is by ignoring him. Yes. So that's kind of where it's played its course. Right? We were talking earlier that this is a perfect example why he kept talking. Because in this kind of environment, the moment you stop talking, people just move on to the right. next circus. Right. And, and people, it isn't like people are going, oh, I wonder. When I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, yeah, we haven't heard from that guy in a you while. You know when it's funny? I just thinking about this, it, it kind of reminds me of T.J. Simers. When he was writing yeah. his column, he was loud and obnoxious. And when he went away, he went to the Orange County Register, right. and then he's gone. The void has not been filled, and right. it's not been wanted to be filled. Right. No one's wanted to sort of take that divisive, angry, you know, shaking your fist at the world, kind of make a noise person. And as, as a sports writer, I don't think anybody's wanted to fulfill that role because it was one that was seemed to be created by him, and it's gone with him. When you come to media now, there's so much available that yeah. you don't have to say, like if when Jim Murray left, it's like, oh, that'll yeah. never be filled. There's always 18 people who can yeah. fill that void, and in you can move way. on to the next in thing. Yeah. Way, yeah. All right. Good. Great next. drill. All right, next one. Count me down. All right. How long you want? Give me a minute. A minute. Give me a minute. Okay. Give them a minute. A minute. Can I get a minute? Give me a minute. You got a minute. All right. We going? We're going. Count me down. In three, <laughs> I love two, that. I live one. for that. Last Friday, Clayton Kershaw, uh, Max Scherzer, it proved to me that Clayton Kershaw is still one of the great pitchers in baseball. He's just not the greatest pitcher in baseball. Not what we thought at one time, the greatest pitcher of all time. He's, he's very good. He's great. But the fact is that those days, about seven great, fantastic years, have kind of, they're over. And he's in this next phase of his life. He is not now number one of everyone. He's number one on the Dodgers. And um, you could see that in the Washington game because it used to be batters would come up and you could see terror in their eyes. They would take their four-pitch strikeout and walk away yeah. grateful, like, oh, good, I'll get to tell yeah. my grandkids I got struck out by Clayton Kershaw. The Nationals came up. They were unafraid. They were swinging at every first what pitch. Eight and pitches so in, it was three to nothing, right? And they were swinging hard. Yeah. And you can. And the thing is, you can tell Kershaw knows yeah. it's over because he would make a pitch and start jumping up and down like, oh, I didn't yeah, mean to like, do that. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. And then you'd see him curse, actually. So right. He, the, the book on him was to get, in, get him early in the count because right. he's always going to throw a first pitch strike. So if you can handle that first pitch strike, go for it because you're not going to get any ahead of the count later on. Right. And that was Kershaw's problem in the past was always been that he may walk some guys, but he's got, you know, he's a 10 strikeout, no walk kind of pitcher. Right. So you know he's going to be around the plate. you got to jump on whatever you can see. And the Nationals were just too talented to just sit back and let it happen. Right, and they, yeah. They made it happen right away, and then you put yourself in a hole. Here's why I think this is actually a good thing. Li like many times with many franchises, if you, if you have not just superstar talent, but all-time iconic talent, you tend to depend on it way right. too much. And 
think about last year when they went in the playoffs, everyone was talking about, well, and you'll get two wins from Kershaw in this series, and, and if you need, maybe three. They depended too much on him so that when last year began and there was talk about bringing back Zach Greinke, oh, you don't need him. You don't need to pay him. We you got, got Kershaw yeah. and a bunch of guys. Mid-season, when Jason Verlander was available, ah, oh, you don't you don't need to pay that. That was the, to me the the perfect guy to pick up in that point. If and they get Darvish was a decent pickup, mm-hmm. but, but Verlander was the the winning the and brass ring. Darvish was the the money conscious uh, decision, and which is ridiculous because in a second we're going to talk about this this franchise makes billions, <laughs> okay? And they're saving basically a few nickels. If they sign Verlander or Greinke, there's no doubt in my mind they are now the defending World Series champion. Right. Certainly Verlander. Because he's not pitching for Houston. He's pitching for you. Yes. You've you got a t- one, two, three guys who can take you through any playoff series. Right. And the funny thing was it was between Verlander, Sonny Gray, which now y- you don't even hear of anymore, right. and Darvish. And Darvish was not a bad pickup. He just did not you know, assimilate as well as he right. could have. And the World Series, obviously, they're going to blame him on two horrible losses. Right. But I didn't think he was such a bad guy to keep around. It's just the Cubs valued him more and paid more for him. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we saw Walker Bueller pitch the other night. Yeah. Great performance. He's going to be nice. great. Very and you nice. got Urias is still in the pipeline. Yeah. So you've got plenty of guys. And, and, and circling back, it reminds me of when the Seattle Mariners relied a lot on Alex Rodriguez. Right. He leaves to Texas. They win. They set like the record for most wins in a season. Right. And 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 you're always going to find a case where when your star player leaves, the rest of the team finally can maybe exhale a little bit and go. You right. know what? I, it, this is on us now. But that's a great example because remember, Randy Johnson was kind of alone up there. Yeah. Where does Randy Johnson go? He goes to Arizona. He's he's joined by another number one. With Schilling. And then right, and they win the championship. Yeah, right. And that's what the Dodgers have to be thinking now. Right. They they don't need a number two. Alex Wood's a very nice guy. Nice, yeah. But they don't need a number two. They need a one and a 1A. A and even when they had Alex Wood was great in the World Series, he's yeah. pitching a no-hitter, and they still take him out because right. starting pitching does not mean what it used to mean. Right. It means get me through six innings. Even if you're throwing a no-hitter, we're going to go to our, uh, right. our, our sabermetric bullpen. So uh, to me – you're wasting Kershaw almost right. in fact that you've you've paying him so much to just pitch five quality innings. It it's 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 the relief pitcher and, and right now I think the Dodgers problem is really has to do with their bullpen. Yeah. And specifically with Jansen, Jansen whether yeah. he comes through or not. And yeah. he's the really the shaky one right now. Am I the only one who when I hear Sonny Gray I think of an adult <laughs> film star? Sonny. Sonny Gray. I don't <laughs> right. It's just I really enjoy your work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are the only one, yes. Okay. That you've been drilled. Thank drilled. you very much. Um, we're gonna we're gonna take you on the road. Uh, go with this is business time. No, uh, it's prob- it, it's a segue into yes. it's business time. Okay, stop. All we right. have to pay. Yeah, copyright fees not included. I mentioned that game on Friday between the uh, the Dodgers and the Nationals, and I called my good friend here and I said, Hey, Tommy, um, you know, since most people can't get the Dodger game, and there's this fantastic kind of a once-in-a-lifetime game pitting Clayton Kershaw against Max Scherzer, the guys who won four of the last five Cy Youngs. How Six often Cy Youngs total. You yes. don't get this matchup. You Ever. Yeah. So I don't get, like like so many people in L.A., I don't get Dodger games at home. So I said, hey, why don't we go out and the bars will be packed because everybody's going to want to see this game and we can talk to people about how upset they are about right. this Dodger deal. Right. So we, we go to a place. We went to three places. We were going to venture out of our, our normal comfort zone of the right. South Bay, but we decided let's just try it first. So we went to our favorite local hangout, the Hermosa Brewery, right. which was packed. Right. It's always packed. I mean, it's a great place to go. Yes. 
So we go, all right, we're going to try this other place we saw on, on Pacific Coast Highway or Sepulveda up in Manhattan Sepulveda, Beach. Sepulveda, so it's Manhattan. It's called yeah. The Castle. The Castle. And the reason why we picked The Castle. They had a big sign out that said Dodger Games. And, and in a weird way, I think this horrible TV deal has been great for saloon keepers, right. I would think. But so, we go into The Castle Land. And a quarter to seven, we tell them we want to watch the game. And just as the, we tell them, they go, yeah, yeah, we're going to do the game. The bar almost clears out. So when you think the bar is going to start getting packed in by people coming off work on a Friday night, right. it's getting worse. And this is the point where the happy drunk starts confronting us about playing pool, and we go, it's time to go. <laughs> we're not, we're not. So the next place, we were going to go down to the shortstop, which is in right next to Dodger Stadium on Sunset. Right. We, we didn't want to miss a lot of the game. We so, so Barney's Beanery on the Redondo Beach right. Pier is the best place, I think, to watch the sports events because it's got about 100 TV sets. And right. it's, just, it's a great place. If you get up on the bar and you sit in the big old bucket seats on the springs, it's a really cool place to go. And it's it's busy. Yep. So we get up there, we park, it's it's five minutes to the game, and I say to the person serving us, hey, could you put the Dodger game on the TV? Yeah, the Celtics were on. Oh, it's five Australian rules football. There's something, you know, from Baghdad is on there. <laughs> and could you put the Dodger game? Oh, okay, let's see if, oh, which, okay. Right. They put it on two of the 99 TVs that we're yeah. watching. One behind me so Steve can watch, and one in front of me so I can watch. And it really, we had to beg to get the game right, on. Right, yeah. And then the person who was sitting next to us, the couple sitting <laughs> next to us, were grateful that it was on because they had also called ahead to make sure that the game would be on. Oh. And they were fans of the Dodgers as well, and they just happened to pick the right booth. Right. So I think the four of us were talking about the game as we were watching it, and that was it. Yeah. The guy who was cheering was a Nats fan. Yes, exactly. And and I think that's what's happened because this TV deal has been so horrible. I think people just don't expect to go watch Dodger games. And it may be, you guys can chime in here. I would go to a bar normally to watch a football game, obviously. I'd even go to a bar to watch a basketball game. And we watched a soccer game earlier. Which right. It was a fun but experience. baseball, you kind of want to hear the commentary. Yeah. It is something you'd like it's to hear like in your house. Does it seem like it's a more background game? Less of a lesson of an event. I will uh, watch a baseball game at a bar. Um, I'm not one, especially if it's a local broadcast, to uh, demand to be able to hear it. Um, yeah, I have a couple of friends that do love to hear the commentators right. and stuff like that. I don't care because um, you can all. see what's happening. I can see what's yeah. happening if it's you know if you put the closed captions on there, fine, yeah. great. Yeah. I could find out ten seconds later what actually you were talking about, but. But you're not getting the in-stadium cheering, which is like in a football or soccer game, there's always right. a crowd noise, right? Yeah. In baseball, it's very low-key. So yeah, well, I know I've that's also part been to bars, too. and part of it, I live in El Segundo, which is kind of a baseball crazy yeah. little town. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, that great little league. They've been, uh, I've been to, ga er, to out to bars when Dodger games are going on. And which which it'll bars pop do you like up. to go yeah. to? I've been to a couple. That, isn't there the one called the Chevron or the Station? Uh, Standard Station. Standard Station, yeah. Um, I like that one. That's that's a great bar for Kings games, okay. actually. Uh, I don't know about Dodger games because uh, last year, or not last year, um, last year they had a Dodger flag up, but in 2016 when the uh, Cubs won, they hung the stupid white flag out there. I'm oh. a Leeds fan. I'm still bitter. Oh. <laughs> um, I mean, back in the day in El Segundo, the Stickenstein was the best place to go on it. That's been boarded up for years unfortunately i'd say tavern on main and uh standardization john so i want to go back to the castle so we're approached <laughs> by this guy I, you're a big guy so see we're totally harmless no one's really worried about us i'm wondering when you're at a bar you ever get this guy he comes over and he's really happy hey how are you guys doing what's going on i'm bill or whatever 
And we're like, oh, okay. And you can tell he's this close to going, oh, so you think you're better than me? You know, like just that <laughs> I, close to turning. Right. He was about to turn on us. Do him. you, I, I got to think if you're a big guy like you, you got to watch yourself around those kind of guys. I also bartended for uh, uh, several years. You'd be so, great. Um, that would be great I'm fun with those guys. I, I'm okay. good at kind of. Uh, what do you do with a guy like that? It, it's a lot of changing the subject. Uh, <laughs> that would make sense. <laughs> Getting make something sense. that yeah. is inoffensive. Bait and switch. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. you know, they start talking about something, and you just, yeah, catch you later, man. <laughs> Tommy, let's, uh, let's go to the biz and talk about this Dodger, because I think this is the number one sports biz issue. It's an underlying thing. It's the elephant in the room. It's the elephant in the bar, actually, because we have to ask for it. Um, I dropped DirecTV two years ago so I could get the games, and now if I watch the game, fine. If I DVR it, fine. I'm not compelled to watch him. I, it was the Vin Scully component that I really wanted to. Yeah. G- and as a media critic, I should be watching these all the time. It's a great production. I mean, they, they have as good as network quality production as far as cameras and directors, producers, talent. I mean, it's it's class. It's the best thing that no one's watching in L.A., I think. But the other problem with it is the fact that they don't distribute it in a more creative way. And I was at this uh, Congress sports congress in Los Angeles last week where Randy Freer, who's now the head of Hulu, used to be the head of Fox Sports Regional Networks. Randy's, uh, Fox used to be, th- Fox Sports West and Prime Ticket used to own the Dodger rights. Right. So they were involved in this whole process. And to make a short story even longer, Randy said, I don't understand why the Dodgers, if they see on their schedule they're playing a three-game series against the Cubs, why not sell that game? on some device for 10 bucks. Yo, right? You get all three games. Just those three games. That's actually, And you yeah. sell it a la carte to somebody, right? 99 cents a game or something like that. Right, yeah. and Spectrum is apparently doesn't want to do that. They want to sell it as a package. They don't want to start parceling it off. But at some point, you've got to take your product, have ownership of it, which the Dodgers don't seem to want to do. They want to leave Spectrum as the bad guys in this whole thing. Spectrum gave them the ton of money. And they haven't delivered on their promise to distribute it. But so every time I see Stan Kasten, the president right. of the Dodgers, he always talks about how heartbreaking this right. is. Event. But it's they starting don't to sound like anything. crocodile tears. Couldn't they yes. do something about yes. this? Yes, yes. And the only thing is they always say, well, thankfully, Spectrum has given Channel 5 five games or six games. It's like uh, they have to. Right. The Dodgers sort of have to say, you've got to put this on TV somewhere so our yeah. fans on a Friday or Saturday night can watch the game. Because we're not doing what we should be with this TV deal. Right. Um, Again, I think we talked about this, too. The flip side of it, the stadium's packed. They're selling tickets. It's not hurting their attendance. Yeah, but but don't you find that at least, at least half the people in the stadium are there simply for a great night out, a beautiful view. They're not there for baseball. Doesn't our experience on Friday kind of suggest, can you imagine uh, if Kobe was going against um, LeBron? Right. Bars would have been packed. Yeah. People, we wouldn't have yeah. asked to do this. No. The Dodgers are an afterthought no. now. Yeah, they are. Right? Even when they got yeah. the World Series, everyone was like, oh, that's nice. Oh, that's yeah. kind of good. My wife was not aware of the pitching matchup because I told her why we were going out. Right. She thought we just needed an excuse. I go, no, this is a big deal. Why can't we watch it at home? We want to see the bar atmosphere. There was no bar atmosphere. Maybe we were in the wrong bars. Right. We tried to go to Downey. To the bastard, which which is a great name for a bar. I worked thirty years to get out of down. We call so. we call the bastard. No, we don't have the game. So right. it's like 
bars don't even want to pick this yeah, song it up. is april i guys. was just gonna say i think you're really <laughs> overlooking the fact that it's i don't think people don't care well, about yeah but johnny i mean think about it i thought for sure they would get this done when it was scully's last year i'm like there is no way they're gonna take vince scully away from the region that loves him most didn't they and broadcast they did. his last few games on yeah, they had but, to. but the whole thing yeah, about Scully is you want day after day after yeah. day, right? This was like a perfect promotion to get Spectrum, get yeah. the Dodgers, and they just kind of, they promoted it well social media, except that was it. Let me ask you, in Cleveland, if this was happening, what would people do? Would people lose their minds? No, people wouldn't watch the fucking team. They just, <laughs> they just that was it. No, they'd say, well, screw them. Okay. I'm not going to watch it. That's kind yeah. of what they're doing, I think, in a, in a nutshell. Cleveland also has... Like they're in the bottom third of attendance anyway. So is that Except right? I yeah, think the, the records show that if a Cleveland game is on, they do better ratings in that for almost anything else. I mean, it's such a strong yeah, local market. The, the, the local market will definitely watch the team. Yeah. Um, if they tried to do something like that, where they put them where you know because they're on Fox. Uh, well, it's now Fox Indians or Fox Sports Ohio. Ohio, yeah. Uh, well, now it's Fox Sports Time Ohio. Okay. They tried to um, start their own. Oh, okay. Network, kind of like Yes Network and all that. Because, yeah. you know, the uh, Dolan uh, owns a team. So yeah. they uh, they tried some weird stuff, and, uh, yeah, their ratings tanked, and they uh, said okay, and they ended up selling the network to mm. Fox. And, you know, Dolan probably made a big chunk of ki- money off of it. But So the fact is, but in the past, in April, that was dominated by NBA playoffs and NHL playoffs, whether right. Lakers or Kings are involved. Now that neither of those teams are in, we thought for sure that this would Huge be like window. a, a yeah. moment. Yeah, it's it's a dead period, and you mm. also this is still a town of transplants, and mm-hmm. so people that have like warmed up to the Dodgers or become Dodger fans through living here are still following their hockey teams or their basketball teams yeah. that are yeah. still involved. I mean, that was obvious by the the bar. We could see those other games at the same time. Yeah, everyone was watching everything else. Yeah. It's a slow Ooh. start to the season for them, too. Yeah. And the game Eleven. starts at 7. That's when happy hour ends, so that's when everybody leaves anyway. <laughs> Smoking like a bartender. Yeah. Not to point blame, but who's the one person or organization that if they finally said, that's it, this would get done? Is there one? Well, if DirecTV picks it up. Is okay. that what you're talking about? Well, just if someone just did something, that would be the end of it. Is it DirecTV? I think DirecTV is the linchpin to this whole thing. Yeah. And, it, and they realize not enough people have left them yeah. to, to sign up for either Spectrum or something else. So they're sort of sitting on this. And to me, my theory is they want the Dodgers station to fail so that they can buy the station and put it on their thing and then try to sell it to other people. I, I think in the, in the long term, that is something they could do. Well, Machiavellian. Interesting. So very and yeah, they could do that with same with the Pac-12. They don't run the Pac-12 network. Right. I think they could do the same thing. They've been trying to get an ownership stake in the Pac-12 network. Pac-12 is, is declining it, saying it's owned by our, our 12 schools. Right. That's this the way it's going to be. you're talking right. about. Yeah. Right. So DirecTV is the one that's saying, well, all right, you don't want us. Let's see what happens without us. Right. right? So they can sort of let this play out. And then when Spectrum bleeds enough money, they say, all right, you take this off our hands. You know, that's just that's a theory that I'm a little slow death. Well, I think so. Speaking of slow death, Eric's hockey minute. Here we go. Do you want to do the hockey minute and then kind of wrap it up? We've hit the 30 minute mark. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're a little over. So do we have music for the hockey minute? It's biz, no. it's <laughs> hockey time. <laughs> so, Eric, tell us about what's going on in the NHL. Oh, wait, is there an NHL? Ooh, Ducks, Kings, out. Mm. Um, you were so close with that one. In very, uh, 
celebratory fashion too, huh? Oh yes. yeah. This is I think the first time since since 2005 the Lakers, Kings, Clippers, and Ducks all did not win a playoff. Oh, I think it goes oh. farther than that. I yeah. think it's well, in the nineties. Well, that 90s. was the lockout, 1994. Oh, was when okay. The lockout. Okay. 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 Well, that makes sense. Very sad. So, so um, Eric, what's who should we be watching right now? What's your, what's the series you're interested in? To me, the series we all deserve is the Predators in Winnipeg. Really? Yes. That should be actually a really entertaining yes. series. Now, <laughs> if you're a TV sock. guy, Weird. it's the worst yeah. oh, it's series the worst ever. Markets, right? But why oh, is it a great one? Well, Nashville's a great market. Yeah. Uh, yeah? They proved that last year. It yeah? was great. Okay. They were great to watch. Physical, heavy teams. Right. They really got it all. They're at the top of their game right now. Supan. Is Winnipeg the last Canadian Supan, team? Supan, did you say? Supan, I mean. <laughs> oh, wait. Subran. Subran? Kwame? Subban. Subban. Kwame. Kwame Subban. Does Toronto have a chance against Boston in game seven? Absolutely. Sweet. Absolutely. They like a chance. that. So yeah. before we Canadian the teams. I'm sorry. I don't want to talk over anybody. Yes. Before we end the hockey minute, my son who watches the show from Pittsburgh Go Penguins. Home of the Penguins. Wanted to deliver this. He sent this to my house. This is something he said if the Kings and Ducks flame out, he wants to see Eric drink from something celebratory. You can open this up. It came in this package. You want me to hold that for you? It's, uh, this it is why we should have rehearsals. It comes in its own case. Oh. He, he will be drinking from the Stanley Cup plastic mug. What? He was going to fill it now with champagne. The, yeah. sh- the champagne of water. Pellegrino, Perrier. yes, Pellegrino. exactly. Open also for sponsorship. Also for washing your hands. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is nice. So this is the this oh, is the please taste. Please explode. Explode. All over your and shirt. Now I'm, thinking oh. of, now I'm thinking of Sunny Gray again. But anyways, yeah. here we go. <laughs> oh, 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 he oh shall drink I want from one cup. of these. This is so great. <laughs> oh, and it holds. Oh, it, it would hold more champagne if there it needed it. Oh, wow, that holds. I don't a know. There's something amount. about this that is very. I don't know. It's kind of revving me up. There we go, guys. Okay. What does victory taste like? Well, this is not victory, but it ta- I'll sounds do like it anyway. I think it tastes bitter, like carbonated bitter water. Bitter tears. This is this is California hockey, drinking out of a cup. <laughs> You're really milking this. Do you need a dribble? Chug, chug, chug. chug. <laughs> Thank you. What there is we go. Very nice. Very nice. Very now very skate around the room with it. <laughs> right. Hold it up over your head now. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. know, I didn't win it. I shouldn't even touch it. Excellent. That's true. You shouldn't have touched it. Oh, you did. Too bad. We know you're busy. We know Come you have things to do, so we're going to get out of here. But before we do, John, yes. tell us your favorite Coachella, Coachella. story. We need a Coachella um, update. I, Sunday night, basically was taken back in time to being 14 years old. Um, well, that's a long time ago. Yeah, uh, was that in the two thousands? That was uh, that would be. <laughs> what did a John McKelvey look like in at fourteen? Not too much smaller, to be honest. <laughs> I was still six foot. I was actually a little bit taller. Yeah, did you have that tall guy <laughs> thing where you got blamed for everything? Because people always assume you're the one athlete. in charge. Which is I, the opposite. I of was Eric. a four sport, but not four <laughs> star. I don't know about that. Um, no, Eminem uh, was the Sunday night headliner at Coachella, right. and. Uh, I've been wanting to see Eminem live since I was, what, nine years old? Wow. Uh, so that was the first time I got to see that. And, uh, How was yeah, it? Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. He mm. brought out 50 Cent, brought out Dr. Dre. What? Um, Tupac? Tupac was there, right? No, no, no. Poor Tupac taste. Was there. Poor taste. Oh, sorry. He was there in, in, uh, he was there in <laughs> spirit because they soon. actually did, uh, they did California Love. Uh, so Did they do that? Can you give us a little bit of that, John? No, it's copyrighted. Thank you. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> 
That's kind of the theme of this show. It's all copyright. They didn't do the Avatar. How was it getting out of there that night? Uh, getting out, actually, they did a redesign of the, the grounds. So yeah. leaving back, we also camped. So okay. I camped in our cars, and uh, that was a whole uh, total CF because of uh, there was bad winds on Thursday. So yeah. they actually canceled the first day of Coachella, which is mm. usually they let everybody in on Thursday to set up camp and – we call it day zero. Mm-hmm. Um, you you know you party in the campgrounds and you know get to know your neighbors and all that. Right. So they opened it at midnight on Friday morning with the show starting at noon on Friday. Oh. Mm. So like the first day, everybody was just kind of dead. I bet. Um, yeah. But so Tupac was there then. <laughs> Where'd you stay? <laughs> just <laughs> just <laughs> awful. I'm sorry. Uh, I was going to say Prince was there, but that's uh, Prince was also. Hey, 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 don't joke about Prince. My first Coachella ever was the day that Prince died. Was the first. Oh, really? And that made for a very weird and sad. uh, I told you my Prince story, though, right? I don't know what's that. I was at the Coliseum the day where they played the Rolling Stones, 1981. Prince was the opening act. Came on at noon, sang a a song with a very offensive title. We threw shoes at him, and that was it. (laughs) <laughs> we, we booed him off the stage and he left and that was it. My Prince story is in the early 80s I had a buddy who was totally into roller disco, which was actually a thing. He went to L.A. to some huge roller disco club and I came back and said, how was it? And he goes, oh, yeah, it was a ton of fun. But they had this dude in the middle. He was like really weird and he was playing guitar. He was pretty good at that. But he was doing the whole thing in a loincloth. I'm like, what? And he goes, yeah, and he, he called himself the Prince or something. And it was only years later I felt like, oh, that guy's good. All right. All right, well, looks like we're just a little over. That's we want to thank you so much. We might be doing this sooner than we have in the past. We're and trying. again, we could be nude. It's all experimental. It's, it's just what the people want. We, yeah, we get it. Uh, so thanks a lot. And thanks. Remember to like us on Facebook. Please. And uh, subscribe on YouTube. Yes. Uh, Follow us on Twitter. Eric's almost done over there. He's still. Ooh, wow, look at that. He's got to run to the restaurant. Follow chug, everybody chug, on Twitter. Chug. There's a burp coming, isn't there? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> we are good. Thanks. Thanks, bud.